Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Claudia's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. I had just moved to a new city and barely even knew where the grocery store was yet. When my car wouldn't start one morning, I didn't know who to ask about local shops. But I remembered a name from back home, O'Reilly Auto Parts. I called and they pointed me to a great mechanic just down the street. Now, I feel a little more at home. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Blue Room Breakfast. This is this for the first time because we usually put it out on Patreon on Blue Room Extra every weekday, looking at all the Everton news, reacting to all of our games and previewing all of our games. But as a apology for the time it's taken for our post match to come off from last night, but we get it out this morning on all usual feeds as well. Uh, just on the post match, obviously we did a Twitter spaces last night with with Les and Rob Vera. Um, sort of a little bit different and we thought you could download it straight away but apparently it takes 24 hours so that's why we're not going to put it out as a podcast quite yet so we can only apologize for that uh, but instead we've got blue room breakfast um hope everybody's still on a high after last night really enjoyable evening at Goldsman Park for, for long spells it felt like it wasn't going to be to be honest uh, Everton played into to Burnley's hands before for, for quite long spells of the game they were um you know, they were quite passive. They were very, very negative in the way in which they set up with the, the back, well, the three centre-backs, what, what could easily be a back three, but turned into a back five. There's, there's no real coherent plan. And it was just one of those games where you cried out for Everton to be more positive and be more on the front foot against the team that are organised and, and tenacious, but very limited in what they were doing. And yeah, when, when Burnley scored, what was that on the hour? You're sort of thinking, it might not be like the Southampton game this, in the sense that, they're probably a little bit more flimsy, a little bit more open. It did feel as though getting a goal or getting two goals was going to be really difficult. And and all of a sudden, almost from nowhere, with one swing about Andros Townsend's left foot, with that cross on Michael Keane's head, just, just triggered the, the most wonderful six minutes since uh, since we've been back. And the Southampton game was amazing. And you know, Don't get me wrong, it was great to be back in Goodison for the first time and see the team win and see that Decore goal. But, those six minutes we saw last night were were a pure Goodison Park experience, weren't they? They, they were Goodison Park at its absolute best when everything are on top, when the fans are up, when there's goals going in, when the team are playing in Everton sort of football as well, you know, bombing forward, people like the core, right? Picking the ball up and driving forward, being direct of it. And you've got a, a wonder goal from Townsend mixed in there as well. It was just absolutely marvellous to see. And, 
you know, we had a, a couple of little wobbles after the third goal. Jordan Pickford made a mistake, which he, in the end was quite lucky to get away with for for one of their goals. And, but um, overall, it was just magnificent, wasn't it? And that little spell. And you know, the manager will be under no illusions that there's there's work to do and the, the team's got to improve. You know, both, both of our home games, we've had to come from behind. Haven't really started the game all that well. But hopefully that will change going forward and he'll be able to rectify those issues. But last night it was all about the, those six minutes, really. And it's hard to uh, it's hard to look past that. Um, Townsend, Andres Townsend obviously scored one, set up another man of the match by by a significant way last night. He's been speaking about twice well, speaking after the game, wasn't he? He said, I have to give a shout out to my mum. During the week, she sent me a compilation video of all my goals, clipped together. And told me I need to believe in myself again. And I think you saw that with the goal tonight. I've got that in the locker. I just need to keep being able to produce it on a more consistent basis. And hopefully with the manager, I can get more assists and more goals for this historic club. I've been working tirelessly on that side of my game now. I've come here and Rafael Benitez has said he's not concerned about what I do defensively. He just wants me to be clinical in the final third with goals and assists. I've started well and I just have to continue working hard for this football club. I said the atmosphere was incredible. Second half, Gunnison Park under the lights. I've been here many times before as an opposition player. It's an incredible place. And thankfully tonight we got the crowd going in the second half. We're going to need them this season. If we are going to achieve our goals, that the manager wants everything. He doesn't let us rest on our laurels. So yeah, he, was, he was really good. Townsend last night, wasn't he? And I think as I said on the post-match, it was just um, little moments where you could see his, his quality and you could see his experience. Coming into coming into view, he's um he was able to sort of you know, manage being on a yellow card. He he got back and helped James Coleman a lot defensively, and just just little moments in the game, little things you see when you when you're watching him in the flesh, it, it makes you realise how how effective he can be. And maybe by the manager, so desperate to, to get him in, he's he seems like a likable lad as well, isn't he? You know, a lot of people have been speaking about his post match interview on Sky and. And how well he comes across, and obviously that all shouts out to his mum is very endearing, isn't it? But he comes across as a, as a really good fella and a really good professional. And, you know, for somebody who wasn't overly productive um, in his career before he came to Everton, he's got two goals and two assists now in five games. He's played in every game so far this season, hasn't he? For, for Everton, so he's um, he's doing well, and long may continue. I think he's got um, gonna have a lot to offer this season. And, one of those players, you know, similar to Damari Gray, that I don't think many people, but certainly myself, wasn't too excited about bringing them in and seeing what they could could offer. I didn't really think they'd, they'd bring much to the table, but up to now, it's, uh, they're making everyone look a little bit silly, aren't they? And yeah, um, excited, exciting times going to Villa at the weekend as well. Um, also, speaking after the game, was the manager. Said he wants Goodison Park to build a fortress. He said, I'm really pleased with the connection between the team and the fans. When we're looking to build a fortress here, both Damari Gray and Andros Townsend have quality and are good pros. They are keen to learn, even Andros at his age. I think that what the fans want is a team that gives everything, and they can see that every day. The players of last year, maybe they were not performing at the level. Now they are giving everything, and the fans appreciate that. I think that is the way to move forward. What I told the players in the dressing room is that we have done nothing yet. We are at the beginning. We have to improve so many things, but we are really pleased because everybody is trying to do their best. Um, but on the side, he said the main thing in this team, everyone said we need wingers. Today, Richarlison did a great job as a centre-forward. And the two wingers helped the striker to do better. 
when I decided Andros could be an important player for us, I was convinced he is professional and keen to learn. And we have a group of players who want to improve. They are happy if we want to work hard, and he is one of those. Uh, obviously, second victory as well in a home the season coming from behind. Uh, and that's only after two wins from a similar predicament for the first for the previous fifty nine matches. So, uh, finding a way to to come back from behind. Obviously, obviously defensively it needs to be better. Uh, it wasn't great watching back that Burnley goal. This Everton just got a bit outnumbered and a bit bullied at the back post, but. Yeah, going forward, there's there's a lot to offer. Every game this season in the Premier League, well, every game altogether, there's scored at least two goals, haven't they? So there's uh, there's, there's danger going forward. There's, there's a lot of threats, and good to see people like Townsend and Michael Keane chipping in on the score sheet last night with Dom. Essentially, going to be out for what, three weeks, was it now? So um, yeah, really, really encouraging. And, and the lads who, who came on, you know. Like, Again, I think throughout the season so far, have have made the, themselves have done themselves no harm whatsoever. You know, Andre Gomez again last night when he was on the um, when he was on the pitch after that after that, that equalising goal, he just kept things simple, helped move the ball. He had a lot of he's had a ridiculous amount of touches. I'd love to see the stats on that. We just see to be on the ball all the time and little touches, little passes. I uh, should have scored, shouldn't he as well? Of course, but he's. Um, he did really well, and it wouldn't surprise me actually if he started at the weekend. I think he probably will, won't he? Maybe ditch that back three off for good, finally, and give give uh, Andre an opportunity to show what he can do. But he he was really good. Um, Rondon thought he was okay when he came on as well. I just did what you sort of expect. But all good, all exciting. And uh, obviously, the only down down points for the night, as I mentioned, was, was Dominic Carvalhoo. And mind you, he's got a broken toe. And could miss two to three weeks or maybe more. And I mean, there were times in that first half in particular um, where you could see how much we missed on. Just when balls are getting large forward and it's coming straight back as much as Richarlison toiled and battled and scrapped all night. Darwin just makes it awkward for defenders or he wins the head of himself and, and sets us up. But there's no real outlet and <clears throat> no real way of getting those long panicked passes the players play forward when they're under a bit of pressure. And it was just coming back at us quite a lot so it's um yeah that that's a little bit of a worry but hopefully Rondo can get up to speed hopefully Richards can rediscover his goal score and touch again obviously that's free without a, a goal for him now although he's going to be on penalties isn't he while Dom's out so he's uh he hopefully will have another chance although again maybe we've used a lot quota of penalties for, for the entire campaign who knows but um yeah it's um it was it was good last night. Really enjoyed it, and here's hoping, here's hoping we can uh, we can kick on again. Uh, again, for, for those of you who don't listen to Blue Room Breakfast regularly, I've had the Blue Room Extra. I'll finish every show with some trivia, and with an on this day as well. So uh, let us know if you know the answer to this one. Of course, first of all, we'll reveal the answer to for the previous one. So we're on to Merseyside Derby topics now. And the question I asked last week for people was, what was the last neutral league ground to stage a Merseyside derby match? So we'll we'll leave that one again for another day, see if people who are listening for the first time can get in touch with the answer on that. Uh, which was the last neutral league ground to stage a derby match? If you listen on Patreon, just do the usual, drop the answers in the comments. Uh, if you're listening on Twitter, uh, on usual feeds, you want to send the answer in. At, at Match A Football on Twitter, if you want to drop me a DM. So, just a reminder, which was the last neutral league ground to stage a derby match? Uh, 
And to finish off with some on this day for the 14th of September, uh, we have got a couple, uh, 1927. It's now six goals in five matches for Dixie Dean. He's on a Damari Gray-esque run as he scores in a 2-2 home draw with Bolton Wanderers. Everton will go on to be league champions for the third time of the title. Oh, so much to the astounded form of Dean with his record 60 goals from 39 appearances. He also scored three goals in the FA Cup and four for England to record a personal tally of 67 for the season. And on this day in 1946, the kickoff for Everton's 1-0 home win over Portsmouth was brought 10 minutes forward 10 minutes of Pompey's request. So the visitor team will have time to catch the 5.25pm return from Liverpool Lime Street Station. Uh, yeah. Imagine those are the days. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it for me today. Uh, Monday show will be out on Patreon tonight. I've been obviously pushing it back at a late day with the, the schedule. And then that'll be followed by Subs Weekly, Weekend Preview, and all usual stuff going into the end of the week as well. Uh, if you enjoyed this and want to hear this this show every weekday, uh, why not come and join us over on the Blue Room Extra, uh, blueroomextra.com. Sorry, Patreon, patreon.com slash the Blue Room Extra. Uh, works out about a pound a week. No fixed contract. You can cancel it whenever you want and you get access to all of those extra shows. Post-match, we're waiting on Twitter to send us a download. Um, I know Les been driving Les mad. They can't just drop overnight. So we're still waiting on that and I'll get that edited and out as soon as, as, soon as we can. But um, thanks very much for tuning in this morning. Apologies for the inconvenience again. Um, so we're going to be working on going forward to make sure it's a bit more smoother. But um, everybody's got a great big smile on the face this Tuesday morning. Uh, why wouldn't you have to last night? But thanks very much for tuning in to Blue Room Breakfast. I uh, will speak to you again very soon. Northern Tool and Equipment isn't just a store, it's a problem solver's paradise. Fully stocked with the right professional grade tools and fully staffed with experts who have the right answers. Problem solved. Northern Tool and Equipment Summer Sale is on now. Stop in and save up to 50% on pressure washers, sprayers, generators, fans, lawn and garden equipment, and more. Hundreds of deals in store or at northerntool.com. Sports Social Podcast Network.